Blog Talk Radio. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, 
Uh, but yeah, that was a beatdown. That was an epic, epic beat. And so much for all the hype about, all the talk about, well, Philly has to play the real team yet. You know, they'll get exposed against the Steelers. Blah, 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 blah. Y'all exposed us. <laughs> so <laughs> let's just talk about it for, for, like, for, like for a minute. Um, let's start with a quarterback, though. Carlson Wentz is still – Surprising folks who doubted this young man out of a small school, an FCS school that is North Dakota State University. And it shows why Philly was smart in trading up all those draft picks, to trade away all those draft picks, rather, to move up to, to select Carson Wentz and uh, second, my second overall draft pick. So um, I know it's only three games, I know the sample size is very low, but is the time to say that? It went is is perhaps the real deal after all. Yeah, I I would have to say so, man. Uh, I I think everybody's shocked. You know, not only you know Eagles fans, but you know every, everybody around the country is a little shocked. But yeah, uh, it just goes it just goes to show like if you run a pro style <laughs> office in college, no matter you know what division you play in. I mean, he 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 did the same things in college, and that's what he talked about. He let, you know, he's not. He's used to calling protections. He's used to, you know, making checks of the line and changing plays. And he's just doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. It, it's just a different type of offense. It's a different playbook. And Peterson even said that, you know, his his memory is like crazy. He can mem- memorize plays and repeat it back. And you know, it's it's just amazing what he's doing right now. And I think everybody's excited, including me. My brother, he texts me. He's like, oh man, Wentz is the real deal. I was like, yeah, that's that's cool, but the defense is dominant right now, and I'm more excited we'll about, about the defense than anything. <laughs> we'll talk about the <laughs> yeah. defense. That's on the agenda. Trust me on that. Trust me on that. I mean, <laughs> Schwartz is again, Coach Jim Schwartz is a defensive wizard. Again, not much of a head coach, but definitely a defensive wizard. But we'll get to him in a second. But this kid Wentz again, 23 or 31. This is stats from Sunday. 23 of 31, the 301 yards, two touchdown passes. Very efficient. Very efficient. Um, and he's doing this without a clear cut, in my opinion, without a clear cut number one receiver. Okay? The, the leading receiver was Darren Sproles. He had six receptions for 128 yards and a touch. And the running game, this kid, Smallwood, had only 79 yards and 17 carries with a touch. But still, he's getting this done. With a bunch of dudes, uh, so um, what? What? Uh, what can I say? I mean, he did this against what's supposed to be an improved Pittsburgh defense that terrorized Washington and Cincinnati, uh, respectively, the first two weeks of the season. I mean, I I don't know what else to say, man. I mean, just just, just uh, let's just look, uh, look, uh, look at that for a minute. You guys almost outgained this twenty like two to one. 426 yards, 251. Had more, 10 more first downs, 25 to 15. And I know I'm getting real deep into the numbers because, after all, I'm a, I'm a numbers guy, but it just speaks to the dominance. I mean, you guys got to the quarterback several times. I mean, I think you sat this way at least four or five times. I want to yeah, say, four times. Let's see. Yeah, I mean, it's, 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 
what what else can I say? I mean, I like you know, like you know, I I knew you guys would be improved, like, you know, but I, I like I knew you guys wouldn't stink up the joint, but I knew you guys would be at least be improved. But three and zero is three and zero, man. <laughs> so um, yeah, is it time to say that you're below the Eagles or the real deal? I I think so. I, like the first two weeks, you know, no one wanted to give us credit because obviously Cleveland. And Chicago, you know, they respectively are not very good. But then again, you know, Cleveland almost beat Miami this week. They should have beat Miami if uh, Parkey makes one of those three field goals who the Eagles ironically cut in in, uh, preseason. If he makes one of those three field goals, they actually beat Miami, and Miami's 0-3. But just getting kind of back to the offense, though, I think the coaching staff's got to get a lot of credit, though, man, like Peterson and Frank Reich. And, you know those guys. The, the play, the play calling has just been like incredible. And it, like I said last year, we were just so predictable. You know, speed up. You know, throw little bubble screens. I mean, it was just kind of like, you know, uh, you know, sideline to sideline. Now it's just it's a lot of misdirection. Uh, he's making the right reads when they blitz. He's getting it to the right person, but he's just so accurate. Like the the ball that he yeah. threw to Sproles. Now, granted, he scrambled out the pocket, leveled off, so he didn't run over the act to have the wherewithal not to run over the line of scrimmage and throw the ball. He leveled off, and then he threw a strike right to Sproles. I mean, and it's on the run. But, like, even the pass he threw to Jordan Matthews, every ball he's throwing is, like, right in the numbers, and the guys are catching it, and they're getting that yak, you know, the yards have to catch. So, I mean, right. he's, he's accurate. He's on time. He knows where to go with the ball. But at the same time, man, it's, it's their practice. The same thing they're doing in the game, they're practicing, man. And and he's just doing exactly what they ask him to do. I think one thing that helps, too, a lot of people don't realize is the coaches can still kind of talk to them in their helmet up to about 15 seconds left to go. And I think that kind of helps. Yeah. If you get to the line quick enough, you can kind of assess. But if you notice, he's going a lot of hard counts. So the, the, the defense is kind of tipping their hand on what covers they're in. So he's just doing a really good mm-hmm. job of just – just, just call. You know, this he's he knows what the defense is doing, and he's just making a play. He's throwing the ball where the ball needs to go. It's just, it's just excellent preparation, man. Like, and you got to give him credit, man. He just, he doesn't. He's not, he's not playing like a rookie. He's playing like a veteran. Right. So, right. but I think, but I think a lot of it has to do with scheme and also just understanding when they're game planning. Because you can say the same thing about New England. Uh, you know, the the dude from North Carolina, Brissett. I mean, yeah, who thought that he would go into New England? I mean, who who thought he would beat the Texans? And they didn't. They yeah. didn't do a lot. They just kept it real simple. But I mean, these rookies are just playing way above their heads, man. And I think it's just the preparation, and they just they just getting smarter. I mean, that's just pretty much what it is. Well, you know what, too. First of all, shout out to Percent NC State fellow alum. What's up? What's up? Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, it just speaks to geopoint coaching. You know, coaching it may, it makes a difference on any level. I, I'm sorry. I mean, if you look at like from like what Harbaugh did in San Francisco, taking the same team that Mike Singletary had that was six to ten the year before and made it twelve and four and took them to the NFC Championship huh? game before losing to the Giants that year, and then yeah. you know, obviously led to a Super Bowl appearance the following year. And to Greg Popovich in the, in the NBA, I mean, coaching. I mean, he's taking a bunch of guys, a bunch of talented guys, but no superstars, uh, and just taking them like, I mean, granted, Tim Duncan was, was indeed a superstar, but 
um, but taking them to the promised land, what, five times? You know what I mean? Like five titles yeah. in Phil Jackson. You know, it, coaching makes a difference in any level of sports, college, pro, whatever. And I think Peterson is obvious that he is an Andy Reid disciple. I mean, he's doing the he's, – he's mixing it up. He's making – He's making things simple for for for, for like uh, for a young quarterback like Andy Reid would do, and just like Andy Reid is doing with uh, 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 Alex Smith, making things simple for him, and and, and he's and as and as a result, Smith and the Chiefs are successful, and it looks like it's the same thing. But how this how is this an irony? The same guy that y'all hired to coach your squad this year, it's the same. It's a disciple of the same dude y'all ran out of town a few years ago. Isn't that hilarious? <laughs> It's, it's, it's funny. funny. <laughs> it's called it, it is funny. Boys and girls. <laughs> yeah. But you you know what, though? That last year Andy Reid was there, like, we had a good team. And a lot of the guys that's on the team, you know, Andy Reid mm-hmm. kind of – some of those guys Andy Reid actually drafted. And he just – the last couple of years, Andy Reid just turned the ball over too much. And I think that's one of the mm-hmm. big things, too. We're protecting the ball. We're not, we're not turning the ball over on offense. Everybody's just doing their job. And like I said, they're just believing. Right now, they're just really, really confident, man. And you can tell, like, and I know we're going to get to the defense, but the defense, man, they just, yes. after the first couple of series, you can just feel it, man. Like, when they kept stopping them on third down and short, that fourth down and five, oh, man, I was in the house jumping up and down. Everybody looking at me like I was a crazy person. But I just understand, <laughs> like, that fourth down and five pretty much set the tone for the rest of the game. Because if they get that off that, that offsides on a punt, if they get that go down and score, it's a different game. But last year the sure. Divas would have gave up that first down and uh, fourth down and five. This year it's just they just they just playing with a different kind of swagger, a different kind of energy, a different kind of confidence. And like you said to your point, Jim Swartz has had those guys like act, you know they're they're number one defense right now. You know outside yeah. of I think Minnesota's defense is really really good too. But I mean outside yes, of are. Minnesota, I mean <laughs> they're like one and two right now. I mean it's it's well, crazy. But, so but like I said, yeah. No, go, go, go ahead, ahead, go ahead. No, 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 I was going to say. No, I was done, I was done. Okay, okay. Uh, you're still excited. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. Speaking of your defense, man, I told you during the preseason, even though Schwartz is not much of a head coach, he's a damn good defensive whistle. I knew he was going to whip that defense into shape. I didn't know it would be this fast, but I knew that he would eventually whip the defense into shape. And to your point, look at him. He held the, the powerful Pittsburgh Steel offense to under 200, to a little over 250 yards, 251 yards to be exact. That doesn't happen often. Not with a team led by Big Ben Roethlisberger, Antonio Brown. Granted, we don't have Le'Veon Bell, but but DeAndre Williams is no scrub. And granted, we don't have any yeah. uh, bona fide number two receiver aside of. Uh, uh, you know, to come from Antonio Brown because Juan Martavis Bryant couldn't stay off the weed. <laughs> Apologies to Stephen A. Smith on that. But still, yeah. I mean, but, but uh, you know, Eli Rogers and Sammy Kosa have been stepped up uh, lately. But I hadn't, I, no one, I don't think anyone expected this domination. I didn't, I, I don't think anyone expected this to be resounded. You know, you guys beat us. By the most margin, in, in like uh, what tw- almost twenty years, you do know that, right? 
Yeah. It's like the, the last time yeah. the team beat us by 20 points, by 30 points, rather, was Dallas in 1997. Now I remember that game because yeah. I watched it. <laughs> With my head in between my knees in the fetal position. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's bad enough to get beat. That was those glory, that was those glory teams, though, Dallas. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and no yeah. doubt. No doubt. I mean, my, you know, my, and that was the thing. It was bad enough to get beat by 30, over 30 points. It's worse to get beat by Dallas because I hate Dallas so much. Yeah. So, and that was a special <laughs> Dallas team during that time. But nevertheless, um, yeah. So, so with the defense playing well, with this rookie playing well, and Carson Wentz, and, and, the coach, and, and with Doug Fieser obviously knowing what the hell he's doing, where does and, and I'll get you out out on this. Where how can gauge the optimism of Eagles fans right now? I mean, you, obviously you you know you you're originally from Philly, right? And you still have family yeah. members who love the who love themselves some Eagles. And I know you love yeah. yourself some Eagles, and I'm sure you keep up with other folks who love themselves some Eagles. So gauge the optimism of Eagles fans right now after Week Three. Oh. Right now, in Chester, right now, they think it's Super Bowl. I'm telling you right now, my cousin <laughs> texted me and he's like, hey, man, they're up here talking Super Bowl. I was like, all right, that's, yeah, let's taper that a little bit. I, you know, yeah. I mean, to be honest with you, I, I, I mean, right now we got a nice little momentum going. But I, I'll tell you what's really mm-hmm. going to hurt, though. Lane Johnson getting suspended is really going to hurt us because the offensive line, mm-hmm. man, no one's really talking about them. They're giving wins all day, sit back there and throw the ball. When he goes away, mm-hmm. you know, Barbie, number 76, actually on that play when Wentz, Wentz kind of stepped to the left, he just let the guy right, walk right by him. And then he just kind of, you know, gets out of the pocket and then throws a, you know, throws a little pass uh, sprolls. But I think the offensive line is really going to struggle with Lane Johnson out, man, because, you know, the, there's not a lot mm-hmm. of depth there. And like I said, they've kind of right. – they've gotten cohesive. So I think that's something that's going to kind of curtail – you know, the offense, because right now, like I said, the offensive line is like on a string right now. They're, they're playing really, really well, giving Wentz time. And I don't think that he's going to have as much time, you know, when Lane – because Lane Johnson is going to get suspended. Is this, how many, Is he going to get 10 games or is it going to get reduced? I don't even think it's going to get Dang. reduced because he's appealing it, to be honest with you. So I think yeah. they're going to try to stick it to him because it's the second time. And, you know, obviously he, he, he did, you know, he did, what he, he did something he wasn't supposed to be doing, but um, I, I, I think we can make, I think we can make the playoffs to be honest with you. Uh, the, the Redskins aren't as good as I thought they were going to be. And they just lost uh, D'Angelo Hall. So that's going to kind of hurt yeah, their secondary. Uh, but, yeah. you know, and then, uh, and then the Cowboys have, you know, Dak Prescott, but when Romo comes back, Hey, are you going to start Romo? Are you going to keep that in? And then the Giants, the Giants can't run the ball. <laughs> And then Eli, you know, when Eli's Eli, he throws he throws picks. And the, you know the crazy thing about Eli, me and my brother, I was in Vegas uh, at the beginning of the season because every year we go to kind of you know do some uh, some betting on football and everything. But we were having a discussion about Philip Rivers and Eli and Eli Manning. I was like, there, Eli is not better than Philip Rivers. He's just not. Don't get me wrong. He's made some big wow. plays in the Super Bowl, but a lot of mm. those Super Bowls that they won. The the defense, think about it. They held New England to fourteen points. I yep. mean, they great they scored they you know, yes, they threw a touchdown to Plexico Barrows, but that deep the defense won both of those Super Bowls. I mean, like I don't know, Eli made plays when he had to, 
but the defense is the one that kept both of those Super Bowls were under 20 points, if I'm not mistaken. I don't think that either team, right. you know, the, right. the team that lost are, scored over 20. So it was around 14, 17 points or something like that. But, you know, the Giants, they don't scare me. We pretty much we pretty much own the Giants. That's what Max Kellerman was talking about with, uh, with Stephen A. Smith a couple, a couple of days ago. But we own the Giants. I'm not worried about the Giants. The only one that scares me is the Cowboys. We always split with them. And the Redskins last year got us twice. So, But the Redskins, I think they're coming back to earth. Kirk Cousins is okay, but he's not elite. And I think everybody's seeing right. it right now. So I, I think we can win a division, but at the same time, in order for us to go to the Super Bowl, we have to have home field advantage. If we got to go to Minnesota or we got to go to Arizona or Carolina, it's not going to happen. <laughs> so, you know, <laughs> back in the, you know, when we had that run with Randy Reed, uh, we had the NFC yeah. Championship games in Philly. So we got to get back to that in order to kind of get to the Super Bowl. Because it's hard winning in Philly in January because it's going to be brick cold and people are going to be crazy. Right. So. Right. Right. I can see that fan base now. And those stadium jails filled up with all those fans going. <laughs> but we said that about the Eli Manning. You know, Skip Bayless will fall in love with you right now because Skip has been I, saying that for years and years and years and years about Eli Manning. He calls him a lucky, luckiest quarterback in NFL history because of the two passes in the Super Bowls against the uh, both Super Bowls against the, yeah. the Patriots. One yeah. that Tyree was a yeah. David Tyree caught on his helmet, and the other one that yeah. that Mario Manningham made a miraculous catch yeah. going out of bounds. So, to, to, to like like to your point, at least you have one member of your fan club uh, <laughs> after you made up the song, but. I'll tell you what, man, yeah. your Eagles are doing well. And, again, it's coached by the coaching. Um, Doug Peterson knows what the hell he's doing. Jim Schwartz is still a defensive wizard. And you guys got the right dude to to be a franchise QB and Carson Wentz. So not bad for a kid from, quote, unquote, little old North Dakota State University. So um, you guys, you guys are like winning right now, hashtag winning right now. So I'll tell you what, though, I'm looking forward to two games down, even though you go, you, like, you go to Detroit this, this week, you, you go to Washington the following week. Yeah. I'm looking forward to your home game against the Vikings, okay? That, that, yeah. that talk about, like, the two best defenses in the league right now. The way the Vikings took apart the Panthers after the Panthers went up 10 to nothing. I mean, they spotted the, the Panthers 10 to nothing lead on the road and smacked them around. So, and yeah. which is good for me because I have the Vikings defense and fantasy, but – it's also bad for me because I didn't start the bike. <laughs> <laughs> so I lost 34 points anyway. Um, but that's going to be the game. I think that's going to be the game of the mid-year, if you will, because that would be, what, what, like game, like week number six or game six for you guys. So we're almost halfway. Yeah. But uh, I, I'll, I'll be looking forward to that. And I'm sure the Vikings, they still they keep playing well. They'll be looking forward to that as well. Folks, more folks will be looking forward to that as well. So, um, yeah, man. So again, this is a promise. Like I promise, have you back on the show to talk about the game. If, if, your, if your boys won, I just I'm just still my jaw still on the floor over that beatdown. Y'all, y'all put up my boys, but nevertheless, I wish y'all luck the rest of the season. I'm sure we'll be back on on. I'm sure we'll be talking about your beloved Eagles the rest of the season. Uh, good, bad, or otherwise. So um, congratulations on the win and. Um, Hope, hope for your sake and Eagles Nation's sake that your boys keep it up for a little while longer. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah, by this week. And I think, like, uh, we don't want to kind of let the momentum kind of stop. But, yeah, man, uh, it, it's a pleasant surprise. But, like I said, we're not going to get those three games back. We'll take it. <laughs> yeah. Three, again, 3-0 three is 3-0, brother. So, enjoy it. Enjoy it while y'all still can. Yeah. And, and thanks again for joining yeah. me, though. Appreciate it. And we had fun with this. Uh, I'm, I'm still chuckling for you. So, uh I'm sure you're giddy and ready to go be footloose and fancy free. So enjoy it. <laughs> All right, man. I appreciate it, man. Thanks for having me on, Scott. Oh, you got it. Peace out. That's my man, a very happy William Palmer. Talk about his beloved Eagles. And you know, he should be happy. I know they, you know, this first, the first two wins, Eagles first two wins are against Cleveland, a terrible Cleveland team. It's trying to be a terrible Chicago team, but to bring in, but to do not only defeat a perceived Super Bowl contender in the Steelers, but to beat them down like they stole something. Unbelievable. Unfreaking believable. But anyway, it goes back to coaching, and it goes back for getting the right personnel uh, to, to, to like to pitch your scheme offensively and defensively. So credit to Doug Peterson, credit to Jim Schwartz. And credit to Jeffrey Louie of getting Chip Kelly the hell out of there, which I'm sure Eagles fans still love. But anyway, catch me on the podcast tomorrow. We'll be wrapping up NFL uh, Week 3 and looking forward to Week 4 with some prayer requests, all the prayer requests and everything else. I'm sure I got more prayer requests. Uh, my folks are after the prayer list. So, again, take care. Enjoy. Good night. 06. Peace.